0: Day before Tripp decided it was time to sell the firm and come home to Mustang Creek. Tate's dark eyes were amused, missing nothing. have you been? Good. Now there was a snappy answer. Yes, she was on a conversational roll, all right. A regular genius with words. Tate grinned. You seem to be in a hurry, so I won't hold you up. "'Trip tells me you're training for a marathon.' A brief, measured pause. Meaning what? "'Really?' "'Really,' Bex replied. She managed a small smile, friendly enough, but wobbly. "'Nice to see you,' she said, trying to distance herself from him, still running. Still going nowhere fast. "'What can I say? Guess I'm a glutton for punishment.' Terrific, more snappy repartee. Annoyed with herself, she sprinted off, probably improving her time slightly, since she didn't particularly want him to remember her with a shiny face and a messy ponytail. Of all the luck. Make that bad luck. Tate was tempting as hell, no denying that. But Bex got the nearly subliminal impression that he was as wary of involvement as she was. His wife had died, and she'd lost Will in Afghanistan. It wasn't hard to do the psychological math. Thoughts in a muddle. Bex finished her run and headed for home. There she took a hot shower, put on her favorite red sweater and black jeans, and perhaps as a nod to the cosmic forces that governed vanity, she spent a few extra minutes doing her hair and adding lip gloss. Satisfied that she looked okay, Bex left the house, got into her sporty SUV, and after making a brief stop downtown, zipped off to meet Mel and Hadley. Reaching the Galloway Ranch minutes later, Bex felt a twinge, a bittersweet sensation somewhere in the back of her heart. Tucked among the looming mountains, crystalline streams and venerable trees, the house and barn and other outbuildings, even the fences and corrals, seemed to belong there, organic to the landscape itself. Tripp had taken over the place after his stepfather, Jim, long a widower, had finally remarried and moved into town. The house itself wasn't fancy, but it was spacious and solid and homey, with a welcoming air. Secretly, Bex had always wanted to live in the country. She loved her work, Felt she was making a genuine contribution to people's health and all-around well-being by furthering the cause of fitness through her ever-expanding business. And, if not actually country, Mustang Creek was certainly no clamoring metropolis. There was something nurturing about being out here, with all this unspoiled nature. Before she could even get out of the car, Mel and Hadley stepped onto the side porch, smiling and waving. Both her friends were pregnant, and both of them were more beautiful than ever. Bex felt a pang of affection, tinged, alas, with mild envy. Hadley was farther along than Melody, her baby bump more pronounced. She'd married first, and she and Tripp had been eager to start their family. All systems go. Melody, running a close second, was just starting to show, a bit rounder than usual— her loose shirt disguising her pregnancy. If you didn't know her, you'd never guess. But they'd all been friends since they were six years old. So Bex was attuned to every change. She was living this with them, sharing the experience in a way. And she couldn't have been more pleased by their obvious happiness. They really did glow. They knew Bex felt slightly left out. There wasn't much Melody and Hadley didn't know about her. And they not only understood, they were also convinced her turn at marital bliss and motherhood would come. Soon. When Bex's own hopes flagged, these two never failed to notice and offer encouragement. She was so lucky to have them in her life. That choked her up for a moment, brought the sting of tears to her eyes. Romantic flings, career highs, fun times, all those things came and went. But friendships like theirs were as permanent as bedrock.